Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. Welcome back to another solo episode. Today is going to be a little bit different than my typical episode, and that is because I am going to share how I manifested my dream apartment in New York City. Yes, the rumors are true. After almost 14 years in LA and an entire lifetime spent in California, I have decided to move to New York City and I am so freaking excited. Wow, wow, wow. If you're feeling like you missed a chapter and this is news to you, I have been sharing this journey on my YouTube channel pretty heavily. And honestly, New York wasn't even on my radar of places that I wanted to move. I feel like I've shared a little bit about my moving journey on this podcast as well. I've been wanting to relocate since June-ish of 2021. And I've been wanting to move for a number of reasons, a few of which I will share. But I really think that the catalyst to me actually starting to take action was when my downstairs neighbor moved in underneath who has been an absolute nightmare. Like that is putting it kindly. It's feels like nonstop techno music day in and day out. And No, the landlord and building owners don't care. The city of West Hollywood doesn't care. He doesn't care to be a good neighbor. Nobody cares. And it's been a complete and utter mess because I spend a lot of time at home. I also was in an abusive relationship for four years, which created a very toxic environment at home. And so having a space at home that is safe and quiet and calm and inspiring and comfortable is really important to me. I'm sure it's important to everyone, but I feel like that might be a reason why the upset at home has been extra hard for me because I just don't feel settled, comfortable, or safe in my home. So that is the biggest reason why I wanted to move. And then on top of that, I've just been feeling uninspired by LA. I've been here a really long time. I've done a lot of things. I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I have reached a level of comfort here, which, you know, comfort is great. But I got to a point where I started to recognize that the level of comfort that I'm at here in LA is not serving me. I think that when you get really comfortable, it's easier to go on autopilot. And when you're on autopilot, you're not present. And when you're not present, you're not really living life, you know? I've just found myself feeling like every day is Groundhog's Day. And of course, That's not totally true. That's a dramatic way to put it because things are always changing for me. And I do have a lot going on and I love my work and I do love aspects of my life, but it just has become very monotonous in a way that is not fulfilling or exciting to me. And I lived my life for a really long time in a deep state of unhappiness. And I've worked really hard to create a life that I want to wake up to. And somewhere along the way, the life that I had created here started to not fulfill me in the way that I need and want it to. 
So I started to explore moving within LA because I originally thought that I would stay in LA. And then I started to really look at LA as a whole and see it for what it actually is. I think a lot of people see LA as this really magical place and it's fancy and there's celebrities and there's so many opportunities and it's expensive and it's this and it's that. And sure, yeah, there are all of those things here, but it also is not what it used to be. LA is not the same city that it was when I moved here 13 and a half years ago. And I feel like today's not the day to get into that, but it's just not all that it's cracked up to be. Let's put it that way. So once I started to see LA for what it was, I started to explore the idea of moving elsewhere. And then my next thought was maybe I should move home to Orange County where I grew up and Orange County is a beautiful place. I love it there. My mom is there. And so I started looking at apartments there and nothing that I went and toured was really speaking to me. I think sometimes people see me make decisions and they think that I'm impulsive for making really big decisions like leaving my job suddenly or moving across the country. But what might seem impulsive to some people is not. It's a divinely guided choice that I'm making. And so for me, it's like what I know, I know. And I was looking at apartments in Orange County in LA and nothing was clicking with me. And yes, there were places where I was like, hmm, yeah, I could maybe see myself here. But I didn't have that level of confidence that I like to have when I'm making a big decision. And so New York actually came about because I was feeling really stuck and stagnant here. And I found that in those moments, instead of forcing and pushing and continuing to do, the best thing I can do is to kind of let go and create a little space and traveling is a great way to do that leaving your current situation and going somewhere new and having fun and just unplugging for a little bit and allowing the universe to kind of do its thing and so i went to new york in november of 2021 just for a quick short fun trip i had actually never been to new york before and i was in no way going to see if it was a place that i wanted to live i was really going to see my friend go have some fun and shift the energy around and i tell you what the city just lit something up within me that I hadn't experienced in a really long time. And I was really thrown off guard by it. I was not expecting it. A part of me kind of wanted to disregard the feeling because the thought of moving across the country was kind of scary. The thought of being far from my friends and my mom and the life that I had built was kind of scary. Like Orange County is one thing. It was like an hour away and I was like really worried about that. But suddenly moving 3,000 miles away from everything I've called home for the last 32 years was like, whoa, that's kind of a big thing. And yeah, I've spoken here and there about how I came to the conclusion of moving to New York. So I'll spare you that story. You can head to the show notes and watch some of my vlogs where I shared the process as well as some of my more recent solo episodes. I definitely share a little bit about it, but I just started to listen to the signs and follow the signs that I was getting from the universe. And I allowed myself to just stay open to where the universe was guiding me. And the universe was clearly guiding me to New York. 
once I decided that New York was meant for me, I really got down to manifesting. And that's kind of what I want to share with you today. Because when I was embarking on this manifestation journey, I was looking for resources because I teach manifestation in my program, the Yoga Inspired Life program. And I've been practicing manifestation for a really long time. But it's been a while since I've manifested something really big like this. And while I have a lot of tools and resources that I've acquired throughout my years of practice, I felt like I was starting over, especially because I've done so much personal growth in the last handful of years. And so I was looking for resources that would give me some actionable steps and tips to manifest my dream apartment. And of course, you can use these methods and tips for anything that you're manifesting currently. But I really wanted to create an episode where I shared every single thing that I did with you so that if you too are wanting to manifest a move or manifest something really big in your life, you can come to this episode and hopefully get everything that you need. Before we get into these steps and tips, I do want to say that I really fully decided on New York in December of 2021. So three months is how long it took me to manifest the exact apartment that was on my vision board, which I think is pretty amazing. Not trying to toot my own horn, but I think that's pretty amazing. And so trust me when I say these things work. They work. And of course, I'm going to share them all with you now. I'm not holding anything back. I'm not gatekeeping anything, but it is up to you to really put in the work, right? I can share every single thing that I've done, but if you're not doing them and showing up for yourself and showing up for the things that you want to manifest, that's on you you know? So keep that in mind. The other thing I want to say is that a lot of the things that I was doing are the things that I share in my 12-week program, The Yoga Inspired Life. That is why I created that program is so that I could put every single thing that I do anytime I want to up-level and shift into a cohesive, easily digestible course, so to speak, that I can share with others that can be used for a lifetime. It's not a one and done type of thing. I think that manifesting and consciously creating your dream life is an ongoing practice. So I have a link in the show notes for my program. I'm thinking of starting up a new cycle beginning May, which is, I know, interesting timing since I'm moving May 1st, but I'm just listening to my intuition and going for it. So if you are not already on the wait list for more information on how to join the next cycle of the yoga inspired life program head to the link in the show notes enter your email and you will be notified with more info and next steps on how to join okay so now that we have all of that out of the way let's get into how i manifested my dream apartment in new york city the first thing that i did was i put myself through the tyal method and i got my energy thoughts and vision really organized and clear so that i could have clarity on where i was at currently and where i wanted to go i have a lot of other episodes on this podcast sharing tidbits of the yoga inspired life method that you can utilize to execute this step but it's really about you getting clear about what your life is like currently as well as what you want your life to look and feel like. You have to get clear. Awareness is power. You have to reset to reconnect. That's why reset to reconnect is the first module of my program. It's all about kind of stripping back the layers and getting to the root of who you are and what you want and where you're at currently so that you can figure out a plan moving forward. The next thing I did was I got really clear about exactly what I wanted and how I wanted to feel in my space. 
Now, this is true for anything that you're trying to manifest, but the most important thing is that you have to focus on the feeling. I journaled out key elements of my space that I wanted, and I got really specific about my non-negotiables, like floor-to-ceiling windows, or a specific area, or a view, but the most important part was focusing on how I wanted to feel in my new space. And the reason why that's important is because when you attach a feeling to whatever you're wanting to manifest, you're able to cultivate that feeling within yourself in your current reality, so now, which will allow you to become an energetic match for whatever it is you're wanting to manifest. So focus on the feelings, get clear about the feelings, and then do what you can now to cultivate those feelings so that you can align your energy. And before we move on, I'll just give you a little example. Luxurious was a feeling that I wanted to experience in my next space, in my new apartment. So what I would do, even though I don't feel luxurious in my current apartment, What are some things I can do now that will help me feel luxurious so I can align my energy to what I desire? Maybe I take a long bubble bath. Maybe I treat myself to takeout. Maybe I get my nails done, right? Like think of things that allow you to experience the feelings that you'll experience once you receive your desire and start doing those things now. The next thing that I did was I took inspired aligned action. For me, that looked like looking for apartments online. I went to New York in January again and I toured 18 apartments and I really took action to create movement. I made an action plan. I got clear about what I wanted, figured out my finances. I did research online and then I went and did the damn thing. You know, you got to get in there and roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. The other thing that was really important was that I creatively visualized my life in New York City and I made it a point to do things that would help me get excited and support my creative visualization practice. I have an episode on creative visualization. I believe it is episode 10. But for me, this looked like watching YouTube videos of apartment tours in New York City or watching movies based in New York, or reading books based in New York. I made Pinterest boards of how I wanted to decorate my New York City apartment. Every time I ran on the treadmill in my workouts, I imagined myself in New York, running on the street, or at a gym in New York, and I would let myself get excited. I let my mind daydream about New York City and allowed myself to just imagine what it would feel like currently. Even on my morning walks with my dogs, I would kind of just pretend like I was walking around the city. And I know that might kind of sound silly, but manifestation is going to require you to suspend your logic and invite magic. Suspend your judgments and invite expansiveness. Let yourself visualize yourself having the thing that you want to manifest. If you can't let yourself go there, then it's going to be really hard because you're already putting a limitation on yourself. Speaking of limitations, also I should mention, these are in no particular order. I just was like jotting things down on my walk this morning. Um, Limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are very, very, very important. Limiting beliefs is something I cover heavily in the Yoga Inspired Life program, and it's something I've shared about pretty frequently on the podcast, especially episode 50. But the reason why getting a handle on your limiting beliefs is so important is because, well, Henry Ford said it best. I've shared this quote before and I'm going to do it again right now. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you have a limiting belief that is blocking you from receiving the desire that you want to manifest, it's not going to happen. 
You have to believe that you're worthy because you are. You have to believe that it's accessible to you because it is. And you know, on that note, when I first started to explore the idea of moving to New York and sharing it with people, the first response I would get seemed to be something negative. It's so expensive. Oh, New York, it's so competitive. It's impossible to get an apartment. Oh, you want to move to New York? The winters are so cold. It's terrible. But I had to hold on to what I knew in my heart, which was New York City was meant for me. And if I had not worked through my limiting beliefs, hearing those responses from people would have deterred me from continuing on my journey. You have to dive into your limiting beliefs and see if there are any beliefs that you might be holding on to that might be blocking you because this is really, really important. If you don't think it's possible for you or you don't think you're worthy of it, you can do all the other things I'm sharing in this episode, but it's not going to happen. It starts in the mind. The other thing I started to do was I began to act as if, and my last solo episode is all about this manifesting method. So if you haven't listened, go back. But before I even decided where I was moving to and before I even secured an apartment, I began to act as if. And what I mean by that is that I began to act as if I already had the apartment. So for me, that looked like cleaning out my current space, selling furniture, organizing, decluttering, purging, researching moving companies. I even put a deposit down on a moving company for a cross-country move before I secured an apartment. I made a Pinterest board of how I wanted to decorate my new space. I started to think about different dates that I would want to move. I started to share with people that I was moving to New York City long before I even secured the apartment. And acting as if not only allows you to align your energy, but it also is sending a message to the universe that you have trust and faith that the thing you're manifesting is already on its way to you. That you don't need plan B because you trust in plan A. That you know you're worthy and deserving of this desire. And that you have complete faith that what you desire is meant for you. So acting as if is a really powerful manifesting method. Again, go back and listen to episode 87 if you haven't already. That is all about acting as if. The other thing I did was I made a digital vision board, which I actually shared on Instagram and TikTok, but I also made it my phone background so that I could look at it every single day, multiple times a day. I went on Pinterest. I looked up different images. I even went on the apartment building that I decided on. I went on their website. I saved a couple photos of the apartment I wanted, made a collage on Pinterest, saved it, made it my phone background, and not going to lie, I manifested the apartment on my vision board. I'm actually looking at it right now on the background of my phone. And the reason why this is so powerful is think about how many times a day you look at your phone. A lot, I'm sure. I could venture to guess a lot. Every single time you look and you see that image, it not only reminds you of the thing that you're working towards, but it also can act as a trigger for you to cultivate those feelings, to get excited, to express gratitude for it as if it were already yours. This is another thing that I did during this manifestation process that I also did when I was manifesting a teaching position at Allo Yoga, and that is to take time each day to get super excited for the thing that you're wanting to manifest as if it were already yours. When I was manifesting teaching yoga at Allo Yoga, 
every single stoplight that I would sit at, because I was in my car a lot at this time, not so much anymore post-COVID, but I made a pact with myself that anytime I would stop at a red light, I would throw a little party. And I mean throw a party. I don't care who sees me. I don't care how crazy it looks. I'm going to get excited. And that's what I did about the apartment too. I would allow myself to get excited. I would allow myself to feel into those feelings and really shift my energy to become an energetic match for the thing that I'm wanting to manifest. So I love a phone background vision board because that just is a constant reminder for you to do the things you need to do to become an energetic match and align your energy. The other thing I did this time for manifesting my apartment that I haven't really done in the past is I really relied heavily on asking the universe for signs and episode 77 is all about spiritual signs and I touch on this a little bit there but I really paid attention to the signs that I was getting and I followed the path of least resistance and you know sometimes we think we want something or we think something is going to be amazing for us and we really really want it badly and we're doing all the things to get there but We continue to hit walls and ignore the signs that perhaps this thing is not meant for us. And it's not for any other reason other than something better is on its way to you. Which is why it's important to be specific and steadfast in the things that you want. But I think it's equally important to stay open and stay aware of how things are feeling on your path to manifesting your desires. There were many challenges that popped up on this journey for me to get everything in line to move to New York, some of which could have possibly stopped me from moving, but I made a pact with myself and the universe to trust and stay open, and I literally said to myself, if this is meant for me, it will all fall into place. If New York is meant for me, the universe will pave the path. And it did. It did. Literally. Like with my apartment in particular, they had emailed me about it opening and I emailed back a few hours later and by the time I got back to them, somebody had already put down a deposit on it and applied for it. So it was essentially taken off the market. And I was devastated. I felt like I was late to the party. I got so disappointed. I started to doubt myself. And then I had this moment where I was like, if it's not this apartment, then there's another one that's better for me. And if it's this apartment, then it'll happen. And sure enough, a week later, they called me and told me that the application fell through and the rest is history. Now it's mine. Same thing with my car. I have a car lease that I have 18 months left on. Typically with car leases, you sign a contract that states you are responsible for the monthly payment until the lease is up. And if you want to turn it back in, you typically have to pay a fee. That was something that I was a little worried about, to be honest with you, just because I don't want to take my car with me to New York. And I definitely didn't want to have to pay for a car that I wasn't going to use. And the thought of trying to find someone to take over my car lease was a little daunting. And it was something that I thought, well, this could be the thing that doesn't necessarily stop me, but this might put a pause on things for me. And again, I came back to that. Well, if it's meant to be, it will be. I don't have to worry about the how. I don't have to micromanage the universe. I'm having trust and faith that the universe will pave the path. And sure enough, it did. 
I went into the dealership to have the car serviced and I ran into my car salesman there. We've been, my mom and I have been working with him for years. We're friendly with him now. And I started to kind of just really casually chat to him about moving and possibly needing to turn my car back in. And, you know, what would the damage be and blah, 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 blah. I was thinking like, he's going to tell me I'm going to I'm going to own the car. Like I signed a contract and I was fully like prepared to do that. And the universe just like really came through on this. Like pretty shocking, honestly. He starts laughing and I'm like, what? He's like, we're in a car shortage, Shayla. Therefore, if you sold your car right now, even having 18 payments left, you will make money on this car. Mind you, I didn't put any money down on the car and I still, again, have like 18 payments left on this car. So essentially, I owe money on this car. But because there is a car shortage right now happening, the payoff amount is less than what the car is currently worth. And I literally am making money on my lease. Our dealer was like, this does not happen this does not happen. I think it actually was in that moment because my mom was there with me when my mom looked over at me and she was like, okay, you can't make this shit up. Like this does not happen to people. This is clearly meant to be. The universe is paving the path for you. So those are all spiritual signs. Those are all signs from the universe that this is meant to be. I could have never fathomed that that would work out for me with my car. I could have never fathomed that even though somebody put a deposit down and applied for the apartment and it was taken off the market, that something would fall through with that and that it would still be mine. This is why I'm saying like you have to suspend your logic and let go of any fear that you have and just create space for magic and for things that you wouldn't otherwise think could happen. Because the universe works in mysterious, amazing ways. You don't have to know the answer to everything. You just have to keep showing up. Okay, kind of went off on a tangent. Sorry, this is kind of a long one. Um, The other thing that I did was I future journaled about finding out about receiving the apartment and what my days would look and feel like in New York. And I really let my mind run wild and I would journal as if I had just found out that I got the apartment and I would journal as if I had woken up in the apartment and what I did that day and how I felt in the apartment and what my apartment looked like and what it felt like living there and all of the things. Future journaling is a really powerful way to help yourself get into the feelings and get into the vibe. Okay, let's see what else I have written down. Um, well, I kind of already touched on this, but again, I took time to intentionally get excited and affirm to myself that the perfect apartment for me was on its way to me. And even in that moment when I thought that the apartment had gone to somebody else, yes, I was bummed out initially. I decided to shift my energy and just trust that if it's not this apartment, it's something better. You have to open yourself up to the unimaginable, you know, like you have to open yourself up to magic when you're working with manifestation. The other thing is that I held on to my vision and I didn't settle. There were other apartments that were offered to me, some of which that were in the building that I wanted to move into. And yes, they were very close to what I wanted, but they weren't quite it. And I think that we have been conditioned to believe that We're not allowed to have everything that we want. And, you know, sometimes that's true. I do believe that, you know, it's important to find contentment in compromising. But I also feel like you are allowed to get exactly what you want. And I'm at a point in my life now where I see that 
with patience and determination, you can have everything that you want. And so I held on to my vision and I didn't settle. And I got exactly what I wanted. So if I can do it, you can do it. Uh, The other thing is that I trusted that even though the building didn't have openings at the time that I decided that I wanted to move in, and even though the list of what it took to qualify for an apartment was extremely long, I trusted that if it was meant to be, the universe would pave the path. Again, I suspended any judgment and instead invited magic, expected the unbelievable, even with my car. You know, I think sometimes we allow what we think and know to be true to limit what we believe is possible for us. But you have to understand that the sky's the limit. You got to think bigger, dream bigger. I know that sounds kind of like possibly borderline cringy, but I'm serious. Ooh, the other thing I did was I made a plan, but I also allowed room for the universe to do its thing. My timeline shifted a little bit, right? And I allowed it to shift by paying attention to the signs, which actually ended up working out completely in my favor because had I moved at the original time that I had planned on moving, I would have missed out on a three-month in-person event partnership with a huge brand that I've been a fan of for over a decade, Free People Movement. That again should just remind you that we don't always know why things are happening, but it's that element of trust and faith that is vital in those moments because you never know what's happening behind the scenes. There were certain things about my current apartment aesthetically that weren't on my initial list of things that I wanted, but because I wasn't paying attention to just the aesthetics of it, I was more so concerned with the feelings, which is the most important thing. I ended up getting what I wanted, right? That's why it's really important. I think, you know, the first thing that I shared was to get clear about how you want to feel. This is super important. It's not so much about the way things look, but more so about the way things feel. Ooh, the other thing that I did and still do every single night is I listened to a guided visualization meditation every night as I was falling asleep. And I know this might kind of sound weird, but it's a visualization meditation that I created. And it's one that is in my program. In my program, there are six guided meditations, a few of which are geared towards creative visualization and manifestation and stepping into that next level version of yourself. And these meditations are really, really powerful and they're meant to be done on a daily basis. And yes, you can sit up and do them during the day, but I've found that it is incredibly powerful to listen to the meditation as I'm falling asleep. It's like for me, I'm always looking for another way to practice my manifestation looking for all of the opportunities to integrate the practice into my daily life. Because like I said earlier, consciously creating your dream life and up-leveling and shifting and manifesting is an ongoing practice. And the last thing that I will say is that I did my very, very best to recognize when doubt was creeping in or my energy was misaligned and I took action in those moments to shift my energy and shift into a state of receiving. I go back and do the Yoga Inspired Life Reset to Reconnect method that I teach in the TYIL program over and over and over again. I'm telling you, anytime I feel stuck or stagnant, I put myself back through the method intentionally. And episode 24 
is about reset to reconnect. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go and give that a listen. And so yeah, that's the gist of everything that I did to manifest my New York apartment. Again, I'm sharing my whole journey on my YouTube channel. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely do. I just posted a video recently. It's like a plan with me, how I'm prepping and preparing for my cross country move. And I'm gonna be sharing a lot of my journey like behind the scenes of my journey on my TikTok. So if you're not following me there, definitely do. I'm at Shayla.Quinn on TikTok, but all of my Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and everything is all linked in the show notes. But um, yeah, it's real fam. I can't believe it's actually happening. I am just like, so excited. I cannot wait to get there and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. And my goal with sharing this whole process with you is to show you that whatever it is that you want to manifest, you can have. I'm doing it in real time and I am not special. I don't have anything that you don't have. If there is something that you want to manifest, if you want to uplevel your life, if you want to step into your power and create a life that you are absolutely obsessed with, you can do it. I would not say this to you if it wasn't true. I'm living proof. I'm doing the things and I hope that you feel inspired to create a life that you love living. And with that, I'm going to go walk the doggies and have some dinner, but I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night whenever you're listening and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.